We want to welcome everyone to another episode of Minority Report Podcast with Eric and Carell. And we are coming to you live from Ad Color 2021. And I have got a group of special guests with me today. I think this is the first time we're actually doing this on the podcast where we usually interview one person or two people. We now have five individuals around the table. And the five individuals are the winners of the Futures Hackathon. So first, congratulations to all of you. But let's go around the table and do some intros. Hi, everyone. My name is Paula Nagan. I'm the senior publicist for People Magazine and Entertainment Weekly, and I'm based in New York City. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Chocolate, and I am a junior art director and the MAPE Creative Fellow of the Year. And I recently just moved to NYC, so now I'm a New Yorker. Where'd you move from? I moved from West Palm, Florida. Oh, okay. Yes. That's a big change. Oh, uh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Hung. I'm currently based in Chicago, working as a strategist at Blue Chip Worldwide Marketing. Prior to living in Chicago, I was born and raised in Vietnam, so... Nice to be here. Hi, everyone. My name is Chima. I am a producer at HBO Max. Prior to living in LA, where I live right now, I lived in New York and I was born and raised in Nigeria. I got a tough question for you. LA or New York? What you going to pick? Oh, New York. <laughs> <laughs> New York or nowhere. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kalita Finger. I am a client solutions manager at Facebook. I'm currently a Harlemite, but I'm from PG County, Maryland. All right. All right. Wow. We are really covering the, the globe around this table, which is which is awesome. So again, first, congratulations to you all Thank on, you. on Thank you. The, the hackathon. Thank you. That's pretty cool. And I definitely want to dig into that. But first, let's talk about ad color, right? You are all considered futures, right, of ad color. So can someone maybe start off by explaining what does that mean in terms of being futures? And I think this is such a wonderful, it's a community, but more than that, it's also a family where it's a safe space that we all can be relying on each other, being able to speak on things that we wouldn't normally feel empowered enough outside of this family that we're in. And more importantly, this is really a place where we can help each other make our dreams come true do the things that we're passionate about, a place where we can really provide an opportunity for that vision that we had so long for ourselves, having so many obstacles in the way, but Ad Color is making it possible for us to reach that vision and actually make it come true. And to each of us, it means a very special place, not in our career, but in our personal life as well, because we're really here to build that bond with each other more than just professional development, but to really be our authentic self. And I think each of us can really say that this is something that will place a huge important part of our life no matter where we go, no matter where we end up. We'll always be there for each other. Yeah. And to add to that, I would say Ad Color is really creating an opportunity for mentorship. Mm. Even the interview process was super rigorous. So the group of 30 ish that we're with, it's like everyone is someone that you can learn something from, mm. but we're all kind of in it together, rising together. So it's been an amazing experience. And all the resources that Ad Color now provides us as alumni has been incredible as well. That's awesome to hear. And, you know, one of the reasons, as we were talking before we started, why Eric and I started this podcast is because when we were coming up in the MarTech space, we didn't have really many people that we could look at that look like us, that we could reference and being here, right? And I know that's different for all of you, right? And can someone maybe speak to sort of the importance of that, the importance of 
representation, seeing someone that looks like you, speaks the same language as you, advancing in their career and, and someone to, to, to sort of shoot for? This is definitely a topic that I'm so passionate about. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in basically suburbia. So I was raised and, you know, to assimilate. Like, that's all I knew how to do. And it wasn't until I got older and I realized I'm like, oh, that's not who I am. I don't know who I am because I've just been born and raised to fit a mold that's not made for me. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because now that I got my degree in design and seeing all the amazing designers, like Gail Anderson is someone that I look up to and seeing a Black woman kind of overpower and just like take over something that I'm so passionate about, Mm -hmm. it just makes me feel that much better that I'm like, oh, like if she can do it, I can do it too. And it's like, I wish I had something like that when I was younger to get me out of those funks. And when I thought like, oh, this is all I can do because that's all I've seen. Mm -hmm. But when you see someone look like you, you see yourself and you're like, oh, well, seeing someone like Tiffany Warren, I'm like, every time she talks, she's on stage, I'm like, wow, she's excellent. (laughs) Like, I want to be Tiffany Warren when I grow up. And Mm -hmm. that has such a positive impact because it's like, it's just going to push me. And, you know, by having the Tiffany's who open the doors for us, like they open the doors so we can just sprint right through. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to sprint. So it's Sprint, it's girl. amazing. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Having a role model. Uh, exactly. And and it's not like in scenarios where that person is on stage and after they speak, all you leave is getting inspired and what else? It's actually constantly in touch with you, right. physically being able to reach them. Mm-hmm. That's something Even that better. not a lot of people would have. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so special. Right. Yeah. I think for me, just to, to echo what you said, I grew up in Arizona. It's predominantly white. And I just had never seen what could be mm-hmm. until I moved to New York City. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm in this industry and I'm seeing so many power players who look like me and reflect like the things that I experience. And it's just been so inspiring. It lets me know that I can also go and do those things. Awesome. Awesome. Did you all know each other before this experience? No. no. Now we're besties. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come to this side of the room because you two have been quiet over here. Right now, so, <laughs> so anyone can answer this question, but what has this meant, right? This unit, I feel like I just met the five of you a half hour ago, but it seems like you all have a connection for life now. Yeah. What has that meant to be Tell able us to how you sort really of... It kind of means the world, I guess you can say. Like, as a a person who I am one of the only Black people on my team in Mm. North America, it's like I don't walk around seeing people who look like me. And to even get into, like, the larger entity of the company, like, the diversity numbers aren't there. That Mm. community is, like, really strong, the community of diverse people. But even then, like, it's really hard to be in a place where you don't see yourself or you don't see yourself even getting to higher levels. Mm -hmm. You don't see growth Mm -hmm. opportunities. So to have this community of people who kind of automatically see the, the good in you and they see your growth potential and they motivate you and they inspire you. Mm-hmm. It means the world. It, it's a community that you don't have to go to work every day looking for yourself because, you know, outside, like somebody else believes like I always challenge the notion like 
if you see it, you can be it. Because I'm like, well, somebody had to be the first person who couldn't see mm-hmm. it to be it. Right. And I think like having a community like this, you could be that first person. Yeah. Exactly. So I think like this community means the world to me because even if my company or these companies don't see it, you know, there are a lot of people out there who do and are, are mm-hmm. believing in you to be that first person or to charter the way for other people. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Love yeah, that. and just to add on to that, I think for me, like, this group really means, like, support, especially when it comes to, like, D&I. Like, I feel like we all have, like, we all come from, like, different backgrounds, like, mm-hmm. different agencies, like, brand, working in brand, working on the agency side, working in publications as well. So it's just, like, very interesting to see, like, when we talk about struggles, it's not like, oh, this doesn't exist, right? There's a lot of affirming that we've all gone through this and, like, knowing how to support each other of, like, what tactics did you use to get to this goal? Yeah. Right? And like, yep. what next steps can we do? Like, I think everyone on this team gets it. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's like something important, especially like when you don't see that a lot in the offices that we work in. Mm-hmm. And that's really what helps us like rise up. Do you think you're learning things through this experience that you can maybe actually take back to your offices to improve those, help improve those situations? Too? Oh, for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm making a whole presentation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big thing. I think yeah. like there are definitely things we can all take back to our companies and the goal is that they listen. Mm-hmm. 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 Very much true. Very you don't true. see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about the hackathon competition. Who wants to explain to me what was the competition and then what was the sort of project that you all all worked on together to to get that trophy. Yeah. So basically, as futures, we get to be a part of a hackathon. They split us up into teams. We don't know the prompt until the day of. They read it to everyone. They had different industries. We were the video gaming industry. And they give you nine hours to come up with a solution to the problem. Everyone's mm-hmm. problem was related to DEI. Yeah. And so we got together. It was virtual this year. We're on Zoom. You know, we spent nine hours strategizing. I had a couple panic attacks. It's okay. <laughs> but our problem and the solution that we had to come up with was there's this major gaming company and they have a problem with diversity internally. And how mm-hmm. are you going to fix that internally? What strategies are you going to use? And then what are you doing externally? And then what is the campaign to show the public what you've done to solve these problems? And so that was kind of the gist of it as a summary. And then, yeah. And then how do you go about presenting it from there? Did you all have to present this week in person? How, how did that play itself out? Yeah, so we had to submit the presentation, like the deck, by, I think, 8.59 on Saturday. So Mm -hmm. all day Saturday we were working. Mm -hmm. And then we had a couple days, and then the presentation was on Monday afternoon. And every team got eight minutes to present. So. It was definitely intense. <laughs> I don't think I've ever experienced something like that before in my life. Yeah. I was really like, my brain hurts. It was intense. It was well, too- intense, not only because of the presentation, but the fact that you all had to sort of get to know each other on the exactly. fly, too. Right. Right? Right. You don't know each other. The strengths, and the weaknesses. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What people are good at. the virtual part on top of Which it. Which is hard. Right. hard. You don't know right. who's talking over who. Right. You have to pause and recalibrate constantly. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Getting to know different work styles or how yeah. people things. Yeah, it was definitely a a learning experience. And the thing I would say there, I think you just nailed it perfectly, a learning experience, right? Like that is the real world. That is work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Projects are going to come up last minute and you may have to work across either a different department or maybe with someone in your office that you don't necessarily get along with or don't have great communication with. So 
I feel like the whole hackathon was a great training ground for mm-hmm. you all as yeah. well, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Different time zone, too. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, yeah. everywhere. So, right. <laughs> like, I was in California. We're literally all like, over. Yeah. <laughs> Did any one of you stand out as sort of, like, who was, like, the general? There had to be someone that rose to the top that was, like, okay, we're going to meet at this time. Who was leading the way? <laughs> I would say between these two. like, okay. Young would be, like, all right. Let's do this. Let's do that. And we're like, okay. And she was like, but we need to- let's do this. Build the deck. And Shima was like, all right, this is when we're going to meet. Let's get to know each other. Let's do a happy right. hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's both of them. You and then once we, exactly. Yeah. And once we say- get through the initiatives part, I would say yeah. Paula kind of then. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
that elephant in the room is the very same elephant in the room that everyone else sees. So we test so much in common. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like the most important thing that I took away from this Akala conference is just like, I think someone was like the idea of like flowers can be fixed, but depends on like what environment they're in mm-hmm. and they'll be able to grow. And that really hit me differently. It was just the idea <laughs> wow. of like, wow, like, you know, you might just not be having the best experience at work, but it's just like figuring out like, how do you actually like, where do you need to be mm-hmm. to actually grow? Right. And that's really like reframed the whole thing of like, you might not just be the problem, it might just be that where you the, are. Yeah, and I think that impacts. And I, th- I don't think a lot of people like apply that to when they're problem solving for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that really changed my mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think building off of him, for me, my biggest learning is like, it's fine to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like that's your biggest growth Mm -hmm. moment is one of the big things that I took away. It's like, find comfort in that Mm -hmm. discomfort and always continue to like find those uncomfortable situations because that's when you start to like grow and thrive and figure out how to get out of them and develop into a new person. Love it, love it, love it. All right, now the fun question that I got to ask you all (laughs) is uh, give me your favorite app that you're using on your phone. Who wants to go first? Yeah, Yeah, I can go first. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mine is definitely going to be like a hybrid between my Delta and the Hopper app. Mm. I love to travel and... With the restrictions lighting up and (laughs) and the world getting a little bit easier to access, (laughs) I am looking at where I can book my next trip to. You know, it's funny about that. When we first started the podcast, the Delta app, the United app, they will come up all the time when we ask this question. But over the last year and a half, we haven't heard them at all. And now they're starting to come back. All right. The resurgence. (laughs) Definitely one of my favorite apps to use is definitely LinkedIn and HBO Max. Sorry, it's a plug. But, you know, I like some of our content. So definitely check it out. For me, it's got to be Twitter, man. I mean, Mm. it's literally a place where everyone talks about culture. And there's, you know, we learned there's also marketing Twitter. There's so many ways for you more than just LinkedIn to go out there, put yourself, talk about the things you're passionate Mm. about and have a sense of community on Twitter as well. And moreover, last week, Instagram and Facebook was down. It was thriving on Twitter. And just really so much fun to be on the app. Yeah, I think as a graphic designer... And because that is literally part of my DNA at this point, Pinterest, without a doubt. I go on Pinterest like 800 million thousand times a day. Mm -hmm. I love Pinterest. So many boards. Why? I don't know. know. (laughs) My husband needs anything. You know, my future husband. Just go to my Pinterest board. My engagement ring's there. Our wedding plans. I don't know you yet, sir. (laughs) You will know everything about me if you go on my Pinterest. Yeah. I'll say mine is TikTok. Obviously, I work in the media, but I feel like the way that media is evolving, the way that you looked to editors to tell you what was cool and what wasn't, I think people are looking to influencers now. Obviously, there's apps like Instagram, but I think TikTok is so organic and I can see people who reflect the things that I'm interested in and Mm -hmm. get their genuine opinion. There's no, you know, expertise on it. It's just, I went to the show and I really liked this or I watched this movie and I really liked this and we learn so much from everyone and all the creators on TikTok and so I will be on TikTok lots of hours of my day probably more than appropriate but I feel like I'm just learning so much awesome awesome well all great answers and again thank you all for joining me it's great to meet you all congratulations thank you again. Yeah. appreciate and, it uh, thank you also too for our partners at ad color for creating this amazing space and a great event this week and all the work that they do throughout the year and for those listening thank you for tuning in for another episode and you can find 
more episodes of Minority Report Podcast wherever you listen to and download your audio. Just look for the logo. Thank you, everyone. Take care.